Why don't you put her in charge? You better just start dealing with it, Hudson. Listen to me. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of April 7th, 2019. This is episode 40. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucas, Muppets, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. And just a reminder, if you're planning your trips to Disneyland or Disney World, Disney Cruise, or wherever you, whatever you have in mind, make sure you contact Destinations with Character Travel. You can find them on the web at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, that's www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the Disney Marvels podcast. That's Destinations with Character, the official travel partner of the Disney Marvels podcast. Now to the news. Congratulations to the cast and crew of Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel for reaching the Billion Dollar Club. Captain Marvel is the seventh Marvel Cinematic Universe film to rack up seven-figure ticket sales worldwide. Joining Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, The Avengers, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Iron Man 3. And for only the second movie with a female director, the other being Frozen, and the first live action with a female leading role. Yes, that means it beats out all those other women superhero movies, especially ones that just came out recently, who shall remain nameless. Los Angeles Times reports, young fans dressed as their favorite Marvel superheroes cheered the actors Brie Larson, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Helmsworth, Robert Downey Jr., Paul Rudd, and Jeremy Renner, who were there to introduce or to help to commemorate the announcement of a $5 million donation in cash and toys to nonprofits that support children with critical illnesses. The donations include $1 million from Disney to the Starlight Children's Foundation, a nonprofit organization that provides moments of joy and comfort to chronically and terminally ill children and their families. Additionally, the Lego Group, Hasbro, Funko, and Amazon provided $4 million combined in Avengers Endgame's toys to be sent to children's hospitals across the country to and to give the world uh, yeah, and to give Kids the World a nonprofit resort in Central Florida. After the announcement, Helmsworth Johansson Rudd and Renner stopped uh, stopped by to surprise some kids from the local Boys and Girls Club of Anaheim and Garden Grove who were building Lego sets in downtown Disney. ABC News reports, Disney villains and Phila are preparing for a super cool capsule collection that captures the spirit of the popular villains like Cruella de Vil. Available exclusively at Urban Outfitters, the Disney Exfila collection 
includes an array of t-shirts, crop tees, hoodies, jackets, leggings, skirts, and a matching set featuring the Queen of Hearts themed half-zip uh, half jacket and bike shorts, created in a bold checker print with heart detailing. There are a variety of pieces that will allow you to channel the wickedly stylish vibes of the infamous characters that many of us will never forget. Prices start at $39, and there isn't anything priced over $110. Also from ABC News, Leah Michelle is getting ready to dive under the sea. The singer and actress will play Ariel in Disney's upcoming live-to-film concert experience of The Little Mermaid. The live concert experience in honor of the 30th anniversary of the film will take place for two nights only on May 17th and 18th at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles. Tony Award actor Harvey Feinstein will be playing Ursula. Cheech Martin will be playing the chef. Peter Gallagher will take on the role of King Triton. Leo Gallo will play uh, stars Prince Eric and Ken Page will be playing the famous crab, Sebastian. Tickets are currently available and on sale. From the Hollywood Reporter, Kumail Najani is the latest to go Marvel. The comedian and Oscar nominee is in negotiations to star alongside Angelina Jolie in The Eternals, one of two features that Marvel is preparing to shoot this year. Clozau is directing the superhero adventure project based on the 1976 comic book series created by Jack Kirby. Jolie is understood to be playing the character name Cersei, a more outgoing Eternal who has not been afraid to move amongst the humankind. In other news, the Walt Disney Company has announced a program in collaboration with Little Bites. The educational technology company that is reinventing the way kids learn. With the aim of closing the gender gap in STEM programs, that's science, technology, engineering, and math, starting at the highest, uh, highest level, level of uh, leverage, 10-year-old girls. Snap the Gap, which is the program's name, will kick off with a year one pilot valued at $4 million, $4 million U.S., for 15,000 girls in California. Participants will receive little bit STEM starter packs with an estimate retail value of $300 funded by the Walt Disney Company, along with one year immersion in a inventor's community and mentorship by an inspiring adult in STEM. UC Davis, which leads California uh, Million Women Mentors, Million Women Mentors, I'm sorry, will help recruit participants and mentors and measure the program's impact. With this launch, Snap the Gap is calling on STEM professionals to join the movement and volunteer as mentors or partners. Additional information can be found at snapthegap.org. A new fairy tale experience, Disney Princess Breakfast Adventure, opens March 30th or opened March 30th at the Napa Rose at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. An all-new, unforgettable experience 
with beloved Disney princesses is has come to Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa this uh, and will be available this spring. Began on March 30th, 2019, the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventure will be a unique one-of-a-kind occasion where families can share special moments with some favorite Disney princesses while enjoying a exquisite three-course brunch at the award-winning Napa Rose Restaurant. The morning also includes an, uh, enchanting activities, intimate story times, a private portrait uh, location, and premium keepsakes. The experience is offered 8 a.m. to noon, Thursdays through Sundays, in the elegant surroundings of Napa Rose Restaurant, where guests are welcome to uh, <clears throat> welcome into an unforgettable gathering and charming new storytelling experiences. During the breakfast, Disney princesses such as Belle, Tiana, Ariel, Jasmine, and others arrive to greet guests and make memories with friends and families. On the other side of the U.S. at Lake Buena Vista, Florida, uh, from the music of Main Street, USA, at Disneyland Park, to the soundtracks of Future World at Epcot, Disney parks are filled with amazing music that guests can enjoy by listening to Apple Music Playlist in the Play Disney Park mobile app. Now avail available on Apple devices and now available on Android devices. With playlists especially uh, created by Disney on Apple Music and featured in the Play Disney Parks app. Guests can listen to fan favorite songs from beloved lands, attractions, characters, and more wherever whether at home, on the way to, or in the middle of their visit. More than 35 unique playlists available. There is something for everyone. Users can download the Play Disney Park app through either the Apple Store or the App Store on or the Google Play to enjoy on Apple or Android devices. New Apple Music users are able to sign up for a free three-day or three-month trial. While current Apple Music subscribers can add their favorite Play Disney Park playlist to their library today. Staying in Florida, Bo Peep will be added to the meet and greet lineup in Toy Story Land in the Hollywood Studios. The Toy Story 4 rendition of uh, Bo will be available for pictures. The Orlando Sentinel is t uh, reporting that Virgin Trains uh, plans to build a station at the Walt Disney World Resort as it begins working on the rail link from South Florida to Central Florida. The service would also include a station at the Orlando International Airport, which could see a, a uh, rail service from Miami to Orlando, and vice versa, and to the theme parks. The experienced uh, expected time frame is 30 to 36 months before we see those available. Tickets are now on sale for 2019 Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Walt Disney World Resort. Located in the animation courtyard, Sophia will have her last day at the park on Saturday, April 13, 2019. The area will be then reconfigured for the upcoming Fancy Nancy meet and greet set to open in May of 2019. Vampirina, Pluto, and Doc McStuffins will continue to be available. 
Disney is expanding their Disney After Hours hard ticket event nights uh, at Walt Disney World with a new Disney Villains After Hour event this summer from June 6th through August 8th. Disney Villains After Hour tickets cost $139 plus tax in advance, $144 plus tax on event nights, annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members get a $30 discount and can purchase tickets for $109. Tickets for these specific Disney Villain After Hour Events Nights will go on sale April 29th. Regular Disney After Hour Events cost $125 plus tax for advance purchase and $129 tax plus tax for day of purchase. Disney Vacation Club members and annual pass holders do receive a discount of $95 plus tax. The Disney Villain hours, uh, Hour is scheduled for June 9th, 13th, 20th, 27th, July 1st, 11th, 18th, 25th, and August 1st and 8th, all of 2019. In addition to the usual after-hour uh, limited guest numbers, complimentary snacks and access to most attractions will be uh, going on. There will also be additional offerings including Hades and Megs from Hercules, will set the castle stage ablaze in an all-new stage show, Villains Unite in the Night, which will also feature appearances by Jafar, the Queen, Dr. Felicier, and Melissafid. Melissafid the Dragon will be let loose for the first time at night, breathing fire as she creeps through the park as one as a one-of-a-kind experience for party guests. This is the Melissafid Dragon from the Afternoon Parade. Villain-inspired editions at Pirates of, the Car uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. A variety of special foods and beverages offering will, uh, will also be available for purchase, including uh, desserts, drinks, and dishes inspired by the Queen, Cruella de Vil, Melissafid, Hades, Dr. Felicier, and even Emperor Zurg. Event attendees can also purchase new logo merchandise as well as items for a curated collection of the best Disney villain merchandise available. This is all thanks to uh, www.magic.com. Illuminations Reflection of Earth will have its final performance on September 30th, 2019. We will say a fond farewell to Illuminations. And we will welcome on October 1st the debut of Epcot Forever. Check the social feeds for a short little video clip that I put up about that that Disney released. On the rumor ends, according to an article in WeGotThisCovered.com, in November of last year, legendary comic book creator Stanley passed away, though not before filming a few more of his patent cameos. Last month's Captain Marvel, for instance, featured an unusual take on the uh, traditional cameo as the writer appeared as himself reading his part in, Meat uh, in Mallrats. But in the upcoming Avengers Endgame, it looks like Stanley is finally uh, bringing his run of cameos to a close. Co-director Joe Russo hinted as such while attending a fan event in India earlier this month. And in a recent interview with comicbook.com, the filmmaker confirmed that Endgame 
will serve as Lee's last cinematic outing. The upcoming X-Men Dark Phoenix won't have any cameos from Lee, according to director Simon Kingberg, and said that the film will contain some kind of tribute to the man. And seeing how the wall crawler is Stanley's most famous creation, uh, do not be surprised if somewhere in Spider uh, next this summer Spider-Man solo movie, there are some references to Stanley as well in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Now, for a break. And now, on with the show. Back in episode 15, I talked about how Disney had beat out Comcast in a bidding war for the Fox Company and its properties and everything that came along with it. Well, most of it. And that was in August. Now, here it is April, the next year, and most of the Fox family has now don their mouse ears and become what is an even larger Disney family of companies. And Disney handed over $71 billion to the new Fox company and Richard Murdoch and all of them. Joining the family of uh, family officially now is Fox Films, the TV studios, National Geographic, Indian TV giant Star India, Blue Sky Animation, but the shorter list is what Fox is keeping, which is the Fox News Channel, Fox Business Network, Fox Broadcasting Company, Fox Sports, Fox Television Station Group, and the Sports Cable Networks, FS1, FS2, Fox Deportes, and the Big Ten Network. So let me give you a breakdown of the Disney financial map before bringing in Fox into the picture and just how kind of convoluted how big it was just to begin with I mean I we all know Disney's gotten rather large recently this is how large so the Disney company this is I got this from my what the uh, BBC BBC News put this one up so the Disney company total assets at, at the time before the Fox merger was 75.79 billion Corporate was $4.9 billion of that. The investments was $3.2 billion. In consumer products, which made up $9 billion alone, you have ESPN Books, uh, Maker Studios, Marvel Press, StarWars.com, the Muppet Studios. Then over on the Disney Media Networks, which is $32.5 billion of the company, you have ABC Entertainment, ABC News and Radio, uh, 50% share in A&E cable channels. You have 80% ESPN. You have 30% of Hulu before the Fox merger. Marvel Entertainment, 10% in the Vice Network. You have Vice Land. And then on the Parks and Resorts side of thing, which is $29.5 billion, you have the Disneyland Incorporated, Disneyland Paris, Disney World Resorts. Remember, the cruise line is part of 
part of that in the Disney World section, uh, segment of that as well. Then you have Walt Disney Studios, which was $16.3 billion, which is DreamWorks 2, the distribution uh, contract that they have with the, the DreamWorks films, Lucasfilms, Marvel, and Pixar. So that was a lot just to begin with. Now you add in all this other stuff from Fox, and it's quite a bit more. Um, you know, figure out how that all is going to fit in there and as a nice little package is hard to do, at least from our perspective. But Iger wouldn't have gone into this agreement if he didn't already have a plan or at least have some sort of idea how he would be able to utilize all this. So what does this mean for Disney? Well, I'm willing to bet it's not going to be long before we start seeing Fox IPs in the parks from, in some form or fashion. Either the Ice Age characters as walkabout characters, we start seeing it pop up in attractions. Um, just think, whenever Pixar joined the family, it, it didn't take too long for them to start showing up. For example, here's an easy fix. Let's take Stitch's Great Escape in the Magic Kingdom. And let's say we switch Stitch out with, say, an alien from the Alien movies. And it could terrorize guests who are trapped in their seats when the lights go out, so you can feel the alien's hot breath on the back of your neck, uh, the acid dripping from its mouth as it, it looks to devour uh, a guest and eat people. Uh, but that's just a thought. I know it's a bit of a, a stretch, and I, I can't see Disney ever putting a, a ride like that into their parks. But it's a thought. It is a thought. I also think that the Imagineers have been, unofficially, let's say, thinking of ways to integrate Fox for months, probably since August. Could even be earlier than that, even whenever the talks first started up in, what, was that May or June? Um, but obviously they couldn't say anything that they were officially doing this. Uh, but I'm sure somewhere in a closet somewhere is a bunch of ideas stacked up or locked up filing cabinet that are going to be coming out relatively quickly presented to the board. Marvel can welcome the Fantastic Four and the X-Men to the MCU finally. So you got the, you know, the Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, Galacticus, uh, Doctor Doom, all those on that end. You got the slew of X-Men characters between Wolverine and Magneto, Professor Xavier, Cyclops, Beast, etc., 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 etc. The long list of and, uh, Cable and all the all those uh, X Men characters that can now somehow be filtered in. Uh, don't forget the Legion television show. Um, that is now that was Fox. That is now Disney as well. Uh, I have a feeling the X-Men brand will somehow be channeled through the through Deadpool somehow. That is just a hunch, um, being that Deadpool is kind of the uh, kind of doing a little better, a little more popular, and how much focus uh, between Iger and Feige um, Deadpool gets whenever people bring up and it. Most people do because of the R-rated reason, but I think Feige has an idea for those characters. Um, <laughs> a 
Feige has an idea for everything. And he knows how it's all going to kind of kind of blend in and at what points and how things are going to work out. I mean, you don't get through 20, was it now, 21, 22 movies from, of the Marvel, what makes up the Marvel Cinematic Universe and not have a plan and not kind of figure this out. Again, just like the Imagineers, I think he's been thinking about this for a while now. Whatever Iger goes to, hey, we may be getting Fox, you may be getting the X-Men, the Fantastic Four back. I'm sure Feige did a little dance at his office because that just opens up so much more possibilities. Uh, the Fantastic Four could even show up in a, a small part in the Eternals. Just um, Granted, this is mere speculation, but think of it. As of now, officially, they can use those characters. Those are They are Disney's characters to use. They haven't filmed the Eternals yet. And the Fantastic Four did a lot with the... The, the spatial creatures. I mean, like I said, you got Galactus, you have Silver Surfer. Any of those characters are now fair game to be used in any of the movies. So is it beyond the realm of possibilities that something shows up in Eternals just to kind of start hinting at things, start kind of, hey, look, we could use this now and expect it soon, kind of like a little Easter egg hint? No, it's not. It's not. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. No, it doesn't mean they're going to do it either. But there is that possibility. The vision, though, that's going to benefit the most from this acquisition hasn't actually officially debuted yet. And that is Disney+. Plus. The large library of the past movies and TV shows um, is just immense. Just think about it. Fox Studios has been around since 1935. There's a lot of stuff to go through. But I'm sure most people are thinking, hey, not all Fox things are necessarily family-friendly, fit the Disney family-friendly image. Uh, again, Deadpool, the Aliens movies, etc. Well, that's where Disney's majority sharehold in Hulu comes in. The word on the street is that this is where um, the more adult-geared stuff shows like The Americans will end up. Not on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus will stick to like a PG, PG-13 rating, somewhere around that. They have an idea. Uh, basically, the level that all the Marvel movies are, and down. Um, anything above that, they are going to... Uh, supposedly stick on the Hulu brand and kind of keep a little bit of a buffer that way. Um, so does that mean necessary having to subscribe to two Disney streaming services at this point? Uh, that's the way it's sounding if you want to get access to everything. But we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Feige and Iger particularly Feige, has said he does not see anything wrong with doing a R-rated Marvel movie. Uh, keeping that in mind for the Black Widow movie coming out, is that kind of hinting towards that? Are they going to not censor Natasha Romanoff's past so much? Or her, her unique styles of persuasion? Or who you know who knows what um 
when it comes to that movie because yeah, granted, we don't know what that movie is. I don't think they've fully even written out the full movie yet. Um, it hasn't started filming yet, so everything's still up in the air until the movie is filmed, cut, edited, and shipped out to the theaters and is playing. The movie can change. Um, so we shall see. We shall see. There's just a lot of good possibilities going on here. And it is, it just keeps on getting better and better to be a Disney fan. Um, leave me at that. I mean, I also think before, as strange as this sounds, even though Disney owns Star Wars, they did not have the rights, the distribution rights or the, uh, the full rights, uh, financial rights to the original trilogy. So, four, five, and six. Those were still technically under the Fox distribution. Um, so that is now back onto di under Disney's flag. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're... So they will get that back. They will have access to put that on the streaming network or do whatever they want with it. Um, and even some classic TV shows like MASH, that's now Disney. That, that was a Fox property. That is now a Disney property. So, again, going back to, like, some love old classic, well... Fox is somewhat, uh, MASH is somewhat old, but, uh, it's an older show. Uh, though I, I do remember watching the, uh, watching the new episodes on TV. Um, but it, it is now considered an older show. But it is, it is definitely a classic show, and that is theirs now, the, the, the MASH movie. Uh, just, there's so much that is now available to them that wasn't before. Um, you know, being frank, Disney's back catalog of work from early 70s, 60s, 50s is entertaining and family-oriented, but the overall uh, quality, not the best word, but the overall uh, presentation of the the package is light and fluffy uh, versus something with a lot more substance or um, merit to it. The, it's good stuff, and you know, I'm not knocking the old Disney stuff. I enjoy the Ugly Dosh Hound and, and, and stuff like that, old Mickey Mouse Clubs, uh, Zorro, Davy Crockett's. That's all good stuff. But how much of that can you build a streaming service or a, a all-access library to where you now add in everything that was under the Fox flag? On top of things like the Muppet Shows, um, all the... Do they get all the animated stuff, the right saw, the old Marvel and animated stuff? I'm not sure. I'll have to look into that. But that would be, again, so, you know, at least to get the stuff that the Fox, that Fox had between Spider-Man, uh, X-Men, uh, all those animated from the 90s, they definitely get those. I don't know if they get the tick. Maybe they'll get the tick, or does Sony now have that? But all, they have all this extra stuff now that they can build a streaming service around, that they can build a, uh, a want for us to 
pay money for this streaming service to battle Netflix and Amazon Prime. Prime, I don't think, is fully their their target. It is definitely against Netflix. And they're not the only ones. DC is going to be doing it. Uh, maybe just DC, AT&T, I apologize. AT&T, who now owns Warner Brothers, who owns DC. There is a DC streaming service. There is the DC streaming service, and there's going to be a Warner Brothers streaming service. So there's going to be a lot more competition. Iger knew years ago, whenever he first got into the head of Disney, he knew years ago at that point that the future of television wasn't broadcasting. The future of television would be streaming. And most people left and got, oh, well, no, that's going to happen. Um, I think it was him. Someone... There's a there was a one point where they were talking about this. Um that whatever their hit show of that time was just aired. Within five minutes they were able to go onto a computer, go online and find that episode online already uh, able to watch. And that's kinda of solidified Iger's point of we need to be on top of this. We need to get this stuff out ahead of time. Streaming is the future of of uh, television, and if we make things available almost instantaneously, and there's one point that he wanted to release movies in the theater on demand, and you could buy at a kiosk a Blu-ray or DVD, whatever the technology is at that time, version of the movie, as soon as you watch the movie in the theater. So everything was fully accessible at that point. And we are seeing a point in time that this is pretty much what is happening. Again, how's this go back to Fox? This is just solidifying Disney's position in that market. Uh, again, access, giving them more stuff. And just gives them also more toys to play with. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, they got more TV networks. They got FX, FXX networks. Uh, the National Geographic, which is going to be huge, Somehow, I hope there's a beautiful marriage between Disney Nature and National Geographic. It's not a takeover of merging Disney Nature into National Geographic, but both of them existing in harmony, uh, supporting each other. Uh, it gives them an outlet for Disney Nature films to be shown on TV on the National Geographic uh, channels. Under the National Geographic flag, you have... Uh, like I said, all the the IP properties um, that they can they can do stuff with. It is they got the Blue Sky Studios, which like I said, did the Ice Age movies, they did the Charlie Brown movie, they did the Rio movies. Again, more stuff that is now integrated that into the family that they can do so much more stuff with. So my question to you, my listeners, my friends. It. What of this merger are you happy about or looking forward to? Or are you thinking, whoa, Disney, you, you've you know taken on too much more than you could chew? Let me know what you think is, you know, your feelings toward this merger. Is there something that you're excited about? The Simpsons now being part of Disney. Family Guy now being part of Disney. Ice Age Films. Avatar. Let me know on the socials. Join the conversation. Shout it out on the socials on Facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast or on Twitter at Disney Marvels. You know, 
uh, one more time, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast, and Twitter is at Disney Marvels. The addresses are in the show notes. You can also email the show with your answers or suggestions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. One more time, the email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time there is, how precious your time is. You know, I I face this challenge every day myself. You know, trying to balance life, work, you know, fun things like podcasting, uh, family. It, it's it's there's never enough hours in the day, and to know that you spent a little bit of that time listening to my show with me means a lot. I, I really do truly appreciate it. I, I see you all out there downloading it, and I, I love it. Uh, I, it means so much to me. And I, I'm so glad that we could share this time together. Um, if you could do a few couple more things for me, if you could please go online, go to iTunes, rate and review the show, share the show, let all your uh, Disney friends or Marvel friends, Lucas friends, know about the show. Um, get the you know, more people involved the more people that we can have involved especially Disney people like I said Disney is family so the more family that we can have together the better uh, please rate and review the show and don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it find out when I'm posting new episodes while you're at it also do consider becoming a premium subscriber to the show you can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. One more time, to become a premium subscriber, go to anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. Remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. And if you're planning your next Disney vacation, make sure to contact Destination with Character Travel. They are the Disney earmarked agency specializing in Disney cruise and resort vacations. With over 50 years of experience in the travel traveling worldwide, and a family of consultants located around the U.S. trained to give you the best prices and service possible, they have the tools needed to make the difference for you. Find out that they can take the stress and hassle out of your vacation so you can enjoy yourself. All you need to do is contact them and let the magic begin. Their website is www.destinationswithcharacters.com. Again, the website is www destinationswithcharacter.com or the email address that you could contact them is info at destinationswithcharacter.com One more time, the email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com and be sure to tell them that you heard about it. Their services on the Disney Marvel Podcast. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever challenges, whatever um, strifes are bogging you down or weighing against you don't give up never give up look deep within yourself find the strength that you need to overcome it be your own hero never give up never get in the strength is within inside of you it may be deep it may be hidden but you can achieve great things never doubt that I'd like to end a show, this show with a quote from Walt Disney. It is. Recently, someone pointed out that in the past 10 years, we have produced 52 featured-length motion pictures 
exactly twice the 26 features we made in our first three decades since this day in 1923, when Roy and I went into business making cartoons. Those who have followed our progress know that this figure is typical uh, typical of what our imaginative staff has accomplished in recent years in all areas of our company. The success of Mary Poppins and our other films, the worldwide attractions, attraction of Disneyland Park, the impact of our colored programming on network television, and the popularity of our four shows at the New York's World Fair. These things give us confidence that what we do continues to have strong appeal and acceptance to the public. Again, that's by Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Sir, you're not allowed to be on the carousel. Well, and maybe you shouldn't have named it such a fun word.